is our parents. Sean and Camille Brace. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mission Lab. This is episode 66, which is heretofore untitled. But by the time you're listening, you will no doubt know what the title is. Today, I'm excited because I have a very good friend of mine who is with me on the episode. And his name is Jose. And I'm not even going to... Jose, I'm sorry. I'm not going to try your last name. I haven't mastered it yet. But Jose is a friend of mine who lives here in Bangor for the time being. And uh, Jose, why don't you say hi to our audience? Hi, I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, Welcome to his podcast and (laughs) I hope you enjoy your conversation. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. So Jose, we met each other maybe a year ago-ish or so. Tell tell the audience how we met. Do you remember? If I will remember... You used to come with another five of your friends Mm -hmm. and will request a table for six. Uh, Once you walk in, we will be like, "Ah, here they come again. (laughs) The six that order all vegetarian in a Mexican (laughs) restaurant. (laughs) And then Uh, there you guys were talking to each other, uh, reading a book, which kind of caught my attention. And I, I do recall approaching you guys, but... I don't think it was you the one I asked about the book first. Yeah, I think it was just over a mer- maybe a, a period of time. Um, we we had some conversations and then uh, and then yeah, I don't remember who exactly it was. I think it was almost Pudge who has been on this podcast before. Uh, yeah, so we we uh, we our book club we go to this Mexican restaurant here in Bangor called Las Palapas. A little free plug for Las Palapas. And uh, you were our server like every time, Jose. And uh, we got to know Jose over the course of the year. And yeah, you were curious about what we were doing. And uh, over th- out of that curiosity came a budding friendship. But let's we'll, we'll return to that. Jose, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from originally, uh, what your family background is. Just, yeah, share with us. Well, I come from <clears throat> from a small town in Mexico, Veracruz. Uh, it's pretty much a really poor place where I come from. So I lived in Veracruz the first nine years of my life. And then, if I will remember, I think I moved with an uncle for a while as I was a kid. Then I come back to live with my mother until I was... 15 in Mexico, then I moved to the north in Reynosa. So pretty much I've been moving all my life. Mm-hmm. When I turned, I do believe, 18, I moved to USA to work. Uh, I started working in the field. Uh, how do you guys call it? Landscape. Oh, landscape. landscape, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to like, like it's going to be kind of a stereotype. <laughs> but <laughs> when I come, I come with like, no job, no nothing, and I do recall I have $12 in my pocket. Wow. Yeah, something like that. So, first thing I have to do, is, it was like, found a job. So, how you find a job when you do not speak English? <laughs> you do not know anyone. 
and you use a rhyme. So I saw a few like Mexican people around there and I asked like where you get jobs and they were like where's the easiest way is like you can come with ours every morning here to one corner and then several people will pass picking up people offering hey we need some people to do this job or I don't know different types of jobs so my first three jobs were landscape mm-hmm. and then Someone like how I work it, so they keep me for a month, but it was quite tiresome for me, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I'm quite small. I mean, <laughs> they cannot see me, but my body is quite small. <laughs> so after a while, some other person picked me up and it was for a restaurant. And then there I start to notice that I like the restaurant industry. It's mm-hmm. really nice, you know. So... Through the time, I keep moving over and over until I get to Maine. So I come all the way from Mexico, Veracruz, which is all the way at the south, to all the way almost to Canada. <laughs> it's been a long journey. You know? Long journey. And you've been in Maine for how many years? Nine years. Nine years. Nine years. Now, now you were just telling me when you came into the U.S., you, you of course, came straight through the, the uh, Border Patrol and you had your papers and all that, right? No, <laughs> no. Uh, I, in fact, I didn't even want to come to USA at first. I was pretty much push it. Uh, mm-hmm. So I have a mother and I have five sisters. Uh, wow. My father is not in the picture. He pretty much uh, moved to a new life when I was like five years old or something like that. So I have to work since I was nine. Mm. Uh, so... Yeah, I have to work since I was a little to like help my mother or help myself, help whatever need to be helped. <laughs> mm-hmm. So through the time I keep moving towards the north to get a better life. So I finally make it from Veracruz to Reynosa. I was in Reynosa working for a company, Black and Decker the World. They build drills, they mm-hmm. they build like vacuums, tons of different mm-hmm. tools. So I start as the person that just put a, a screw in a tool and with a pressure uh, mm-hmm. hydraulic screwdriver, mm-hmm. I will just fix it on the place. Mm. And it sounds really simple, but this one have a lot of power, so it was meant to be done for one person. Towards the first six months, I do believe, I worked my way to become the guy that fixed the, the tools there. Mm-hmm. So... I get a promotion because I had good ears. <laughs> or that's what I think. I don't know. Uh, in the next five years that I was working there, I passed through the guy that fixed things, <laughs> the tester guy, uh, the mechanic guy. Uh, I get to be a leader of production. I get to be a manager and I get to be a production manager. So mm. I went from a single guy to almost the top. Uh, <laughs> I could get far, but I didn't have the credentials, papers, uh, study, so they didn't mm-hmm. get, let me go farther. Mm-hmm. So at one point, my sisters finished high school and moved to what I think here is called uh, university. Mm-hmm. So my budget was really, really tight. Like I didn't know how to make more money, and my mother cannot like work as hard as she used to. So. She 
pretty much pushed me to come to USA. <laughs> ah. uh, so I can't keep helping them. So mm-hmm. with a heart on my chest, I left everything behind. Mm-hmm. Huh. Now I remember. Now I remember. <laughs> uh, and I crossed the board. Uh, she had a, a friend that recommend another person to bring ours over. Mm-hmm. So it was incredible. We met this guy, and he told us that we're going to be in USA in three days. Mm. Everyone started packing their stuff, and they packed food and water for three days. Mm. No more. So here we go. We got ready in the morning around 5 o'clock. We started walking across. First problem we encounter, the river. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to swing? Do I know how to swim? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. You don't? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so how you cross a river <laughs> being like sneaky? Because you have to, you know, you have to be really, really yeah. careful. You cannot be seen. Yeah. And it's not like, hey, ca- can we rent a boat to cross this person? <laughs> no. So here we go. We were swimming. Mm-hmm. Two people on my side, one in front, one behind me. So I don't think we finally managed to cross. That was the first, the first obstacle, mm-hmm. and I always, almost, almost go back. I thought it was a signal mm-hmm. to go back to be like, oh no, no, can't be done. Mm-hmm. So no, for some reason I am one stubborn person that <laughs> say, well, I don't know how to do this, but we can figure it out a way to get it done. So yeah, there we go, we pass. Mm-hmm. Into the border, we expand two days walking mm-hmm. in one direction with the guy telling us, we are almost there, we are almost there. When we are in the second and half day, he turned the back and say, we are lost. Oh. <laughs> so what's uh, supposed to be three days and not being nine days. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't remember we were like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like, eight, nine person with the guy total. Mm-hmm. So I think we only made it four people. The rest just stay behind. Uh-huh. One of them turned himself into the authorities. Mm-hmm. And one of them, we never hear of him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is kind of hard to like come to think about those, mm-hmm. those things, you know. Mm-hmm. But well... So there we are. In the third day, we everyone were like with no water, no food. So the things that you have to pass there, mm-hmm. they like we pretty much drink water mm-hmm. from the floor. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that, but we then like we went into the sixth day with no food. Some people have to like eat dry meat. Like they found these houses, these cabins in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. <coughs> And they went in and robbed them. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel bad how it sounds, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> when you do it for a need, <clears throat> I think that is kind of justified. Mm. Not that I actually justify it. I mean, it's not, not right. Mm-hmm. Don't do it if you are there. Don't <laughs> do it. Uh, but yeah, I actually refused to eat the meat because it was like raw. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I'm not special, I'm not particular, but back then, I used to have everything handed. 
<clears throat> like I used to have a good job there for mm-hmm. a single guy. Mm-hmm. So I have luxuries there. And to find myself in the middle of nowhere with raw meat was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked the nine days with no food. When I get to Texas, I was so skinny. I mean, I'm already skinny, yeah. but if you saw me back then. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, and that's how I managed to come to USA. I mean, it's, I didn't do it with the right credentials. With mm-hmm. I told you it's wrong, but in one hand, I didn't really want to come here. I was mm-hmm. pushed forward. Mm-hmm. And in the other one, uh, if I could have done it in the right way, I probably w- would have tried, but I didn't have enough time. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so you're here, and um, what's it been like to be here as an undocumented, uh, what's the proper term? Undocumented person? Person. <laughs> um, <clears throat> obviously, this has been really in the news a lot lately with our current president, and this is... We're not trying to get political on this podcast, but it has been a journey for you and, and um, ultimately somewhat related to what your next move is, which we can get into, but what's it been like for you? Well, if we have to come to think, let's put a person from USA in the middle of Japan mm-hmm. with 12 gen. Uh, let, let's say 200 yen mm-hmm. to be kind of nice and polite. <laughs> but forget about the money. <laughs> that, that, that won't be the challenge because people there are nice anyway. <clears throat> they are really, really uh, friendly oriented. They help the community. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been working most of my time for Asian restaurants. Mm-hmm. So I kind of know a little bit of their culture. The first challenge will be the language, the mm-hmm. language barrier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Most of the world speak English. Mm. A lot of part of the world speak Spanish. But most people will wonder, why do we have to learn Spanish when we are in USA? So, yeah, they are right. When I get here, I do not was expecting people to speak Spanish. So I come with no knowledge of the language and no money. I don't remember the first two days trying to get anything at the stores. So I was at the store recently, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the first problem I did, uh, I drink sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes way too much. <laughs> but <clears throat> the thing here is like, I went to one store and I tried to buy a six of beer. Uh, the cashier told me, sorry, we don't sell to Mexicans. Policy really? policy of this store, which I don't want to mention for no making uh, yeah. polemic, but <laughs> huh. things haven't changed mm-hmm. from back then, to mm-hmm. be honest. So when you ask, he's been in the news, he's been mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's been lately more than before, but things hasn't changed Things are still the same. Yeah, you have a new present. <laughs> the things have been the same yeah. for people like ours. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, I have to learn English after I think I was working as a as a busboy in this restaurant in Texas. 
And then a customer asked me for a spoon, a single spoon. Now, if you ask anyone, can I have a spoon? They will go to the kitchen and grab it to you. Or if they don't speak English, they will go and bring another person. Me, I have living my life telling that I can accomplish anything I want, that I can get wherever I want to get, that I have no limits. So when you found a rock in your way and then you trample on it and then you fall, you feel bad, you hurt. So I feel the same way when I couldn't understand English. And then I, I remember going to the to the bathroom and crying there for like 15 minutes mm. or so. And then my boss, a Chinese guy, come to me and he's like, hey, you are not doing your job. What, what are you doing? Where are you? And then I was like, oh, sorry. I, I didn't feel good. And then he's like, why are you crying? Like, why, why they did it to you? Like, he used to appreciate me a lot because when I come to work, I never stop. Mm -hmm. I start working from when you asked me to and I finished when you told me to. So I explained him. So, you know, I do not speak English and I feel bad because I working with people. And then I been told that I can do everything in life, but I went try to learn English, but just doesn't come out like mm -hmm. I can't. So he told me how hard you try. And I just go like, I read the dictionary in a daily basis. And he's like, no, no, reading is one thing and listening is another one. So from that day on, I went to my house and locked myself in my room. And I used to put YouTube videos with mm. Spanish subtitles. So from there on, I learned English. I think that after a year being in USA, I kind of perfected mm -hmm. to the language speaking in Texas. Each country, I mean, no, each state mm -hmm. have a, a different accent. Mm -hmm. Like I have a friend that come from Atlanta, he from Mexico, he have a different accent than me. <laughs> He cannot understand anyone who speaks here in Maine. He's like, uh, I don't think this is the same English than in Atlanta. So I managed to understand everyone there. But when I moved from Texas to Rhode Island, mm -hmm. the English was different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I found Trapped once again, but it takes less effort to like change the accent and figure it out. So it was mm -hmm. more easy. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think that the m the biggest barrier, the language. Mm -hmm. The second one, paper, paperwork. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can be the nicest person in the world. You can be the hardest worker that anyone have met. You can be the best doctor in your country. But if you come to USA and you don't have papers, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who you are. Mm -hmm. You probably will live here for a while, probably for 15 years, <laughs> and you will be fine. But that's not freedom. Mm. That's not freedom. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. to the end, what it comes to is, yeah, you are here, but you are not free. Mm. <laughs> wow. In any way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insightful. I can tell you, I can, I can positively tell you that Jose is a very hard worker. He loves he loves people. 
And that's one of the things that drew us as a book club to him because he's always happy. He's always, I mean, he gets your food out in like two minutes flat and he's, he's right on. But um, so Jose, tell, let's take a step back here as well. Growing up, your religious experience. Yeah. So my, I do believe it was either the mother of my mother, my grandma, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or my mother. So I went through a lot of different religions. Catholic, Jehovah Witnesses. Mm-hmm. That one I only went for like a week or so. Uh, Catholic, I only went a few times. Uh, that is a big thing for me because um, as you were asking me about your religion, mm-hmm. how I feel with when I went to your church, I don't feel like it was going to church. <laughs> I feel like it was most likely like come hang out with these people. They are going to welcome you and have a nice evening, you know. Mm-hmm. When you go to Catholic, at least back in my days, you will be in these stools, in these boots. Mm-hmm. And then all day you will expend it like praying and singing, reading the Bible, which I don't think is bad. I mean, each person have the right to express express their like feelings, emotions, and beliefs in the way that they want. But when I walk to your church, I feel harmony. Mm. I feel welcome. I feel like people actually were people persons, that they actually were there to see how they can help each other, that they were there to talk to each other and not just just come and told you believe in God but also come and tell you hey how you doing as a person Mm. how are you doing today they actually care for a person like me (laughs) sometimes there are topics that I don't want to talk but I think that everyone have to talk about everything in their life you have to let it go out Mm -hmm. good feelings bad feelings sad feelings and that is a great place to go if you want to like make friends you know (laughs) yeah yeah. so and then after catholic i went to the religion of mormons Mm -hmm. which they have the same concept Mm -hmm. i was really happy going to them going to the church every day i mean every week i would just wait for the sunday so (laughs) i can come to church you know I was uh, a smart kid. Uh, I didn't really used to like attend a school. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went to a school and I am almost graduate. I study and then I think I was like five months or like four to get my um, my degree. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I only used to go class to thirty percent of the classes. Mm-hmm. So I used to like be know it as a bad apple, a bad mm-hmm. kid. I will come and do the test and ace it. I will have 100% of the score with no problem. Mm-hmm. But just because I don't attend class, I <clears throat> I get in trouble, you know. Yeah. So how someone that is anxious for, for come to church mm-hmm. doesn't want to attend school? I mean, <laughs> you will wonder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this church used to like... <clears throat> 
be also the same way than yours, you know, like you will feel like home when you go to that church. Mm. You will notice that people actually care for people. When you come here, they will make time to talk about the community and be like, <clears throat> how is this person doing? If this person hasn't come to the church, the bishop and four of his uh, friends mm -hmm. will sit and talk. Let's go to visit, let's say, Maria, mm -hmm. because she hasn't come, and we wonder how is she doing. Sometimes I will tag along and go with them. I, I will wonder, why this person haven't come? Is she doing bad? Like, is she sick? Is she ill? <clears throat> so we will go and see it. Some people will be like, we chant religion. It, it hurt <laughs> me sometimes, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I don't think it's about the religion, but the people. Mm. Now I've been changing quite a lot from what I was before, but mostly because like I've been having different experience. Mm. Back then, I used to believe in God mm -hmm. really strongly. Things change. Uh, I, right now, I am a person that mostly believe about science, everything. Mm -hmm that everything must have an explanation, a logic explanation, some things doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then that is where you start looking for answers. <clears throat> so I was there one night <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, after I met you actually, mm -hmm. looking for something. Like all my life I've been wondering what I wanna do with my life, where I wanna go, who I am, what, uh, like, what is my purpose of life? Mm -hmm. Past Saturday, I found out that most of these questions don't really, really have to be answered. That things will get there one another way. Mm. And was after I hear someone speaking <laughs> at your church mm -hmm. that I found out about those things. <clears throat> to begin with, when you are looking for something, it will appear where less you expect it. <laughs> <laughs> I found my answer from this guy, James, mm -hmm. which I've been telling you mm -hmm. at your church. What I want to do, it doesn't really matter. What I am going to do is try to help the community. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. I want to like help the community. I want to join the community back in my country. Mm -hmm. I want to go back to my country and join... I don't know, the Mormons again. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but and try to get back to the community. I mean, I got help from a lot of people. So, so Jose, you say basically right now you don't believe in God. That's what you told me like the first time you and I met just individually because we, when we were with our book club, you said, oh, I'd like to join you. And then we kind of stopped meeting for a while. So I said, hey, let's you and I hang out. And one of the first things you said to me was, is it okay with you guys if I don't believe in God? And I said, that's, you know, fine with us. Like I believe in God, but you don't have to. Um, but so you don't believe in God, but how did that, how did you find your way to our church on Saturday? Like how did that all come about? <laughs> that's actually, <laughs> of all places. You know, <clears throat> uh, I don't recall. Uh, we've been meeting uh, this place, uh, Bagel Central. Mm -hmm. Shout out for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mention them uh, frequently on this podcast as well. So we met at Bagel Central <clears throat> every 
Tuesday or Thursday? Yeah, yeah. Tuesday, Once Thursday. in a while, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've been through a complex situation lately. Mm. And it's been rough. It's been tough. Uh, so when you go through different times in life, you always want to know, like, why me? What did I do to deserve this? Mm. I don't want it. Mm -hmm. Well, I might not know what I did it, but for some reason... Everyone get what they deserve at the end. So I think I might have done something to deserve this. Mm. I don't know. I really don't care. What I care is how to get better. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't stalk and think, what I did to get this? No, no. You have to find how to do something with what you're getting. So <clears throat> we were at Beagle Central speaking uh, about all these toppings. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these topics. And then we met a kid that plays several instruments. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hmm, he's a smart kid. <laughs> and he come to this church. And he is easy to speak to. I wonder how the rest of the people it is. But I don't want to go to church. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so there you are. We were meeting for quite a while. And then you told me that you were a pastor. So in my mind was like, I was thinking over and over and over. This guy likes to read. This guy know a lot about like psychology because among everything that you know, you know how people think. You know how to rationalize and how to follow logic. Most people that don't believe and then that they want to have an argument with a religious person, they usually come with this this uh, saying that arguing with a religious person doesn't will bring you anywhere because people with religion they don't have a uh, what is that word yeah i'm trying to think hmm. they don't they are not rational oh yeah 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 but you were a different person. So, <laughs> so that get me thinking for a while. Like when, when you will talk to me and you will be like, it's okay if I pray, I will mm. be like, yeah, it's okay. Why someone will be hanging with someone that doesn't believe in God? Mm -hmm. It's because you are not here to actually push your talks to people. Mm -hmm. You are here to be part of the community. When you meet people like that, you realize that they actually mean good. So I was like, Let's meet these other people. And mm. in the other hand, I also was looking for peace on mind. Mm. I was looking to all the answers that I even have since I was a kid. Like I say, where I am going, where I come from, my purpose. All these questions that we do to ourselves as a humans. And I found there that they really don't have a point. Mm. Just be happy. Just, mm -hmm. just learn to forget about these things and be happy. Trust me. And look for people like him because people that really want to help community, people that really want to help you out, they will listen to you. They will look for how to help you out without trying to get anything back. Mm. <clears throat> I talk, well, he is a pastor, mm -hmm. so he will try to help me in exchange for me going to his church. <clears throat> you never touch it, that one. You never actually push it. <laughs> and then one day you ask me, do you want to come over? 
<clears throat> and that day, I didn't know what was going with me. I was just thinking over and over. I'm looking for something, but I don't know what it is. So uh, I was like, okay, I don't have anything to lose. Uh, and since I am looking for something, I mean, I don't mind looking over there. So you never know what you're going to find when you start looking. Hmm. So I say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's how I come to your church, through you. Wow. I, this is the first you've broken that down for me, uh, all that 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 uh, that thinking. That's that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, this last Saturday was the first time, and you enjoyed it such that you actually volunteered to share your story this next Saturday. I you're actually, still you're still fine with doing that. I actually <laughs> fine with doing that. Yeah. Um, it's something I would like to talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, actually, last night I was like thinking about it. Mm. Like, well, what should I say? I mm -hmm. kind of know the concept of what I want to say. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I was thinking, how you make an opening? How you speak on public? Mm -hmm. What do you actually tell them? And then I forgot what I want to speak. <laughs> and then this morning when I wake up, I was like, hey, it was pointless thinking about it. You took that decision there because you saw what kind of people they were. You saw how amazing this place was. You saw the potential. That's the way you decide, like, that's the way I decide that I want to speak. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so it doesn't matter what I say. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if I plan it. I'm pretty sure that when I get there and I stand up in front of everyone, I think I'm going to freeze for the five, five seconds. <laughs> Probably, maybe, five seconds. Uh, but I think that the words will come out mm. when I get there. I, I yeah, shouldn't no. have to think about it. You've done it. the same here with the podcast. You're, you're just, it's rolling off your tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when you know that you're going to do like... <clears throat> a talk or a command. Mm. You can't avoid to think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. Yeah, so uh, as I think we've shared on the podcast before, one of the things we're doing with our our church at our worship gathering is having one person a week tell their story. And um, our friend James, who I've meant to have on the podcast but haven't yet, he shared his story this last week, and Jose was just alluding to that. And uh, as I was driving Jose dropping him off uh, after the worship gathering on Saturday. Uh, he said, I'd like to share my story. And I said, let's do it. Let's have you have you do it. So that's really awesome. With all that being said, I'm also very sad, Jose. Why am I sad? <laughs> You're going to bring a topic <clears throat> uh, that have to do with me moving back to Mexico. Yeah. You know, as a human... <clears throat> We always gonna take decisions. This is our life. There is no a single minute of your day that you are not gonna take a decision. From when you wake up, you choose. Do I wanna take a shower or mm. not? Do I wanna wake up or not? Do I wanna brush my teeth or not? Like you are always gonna take decisions. So, one day I was working as usual, and then 
I found out that I I am not happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I am a smile. <laughs> mm-hmm. I work, I function, uh, but I am not happy. I'm missing something. Uh, so I have decided that I need to go back to my country because I've been here in USA for 15 years. Mm. And I really found myself being a little bit nostalgic and a few other things like pushing me to like take this decision. Bad time, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's quite complicated. <clears throat> so after a hard day at work on a Sunday night, since like I have been in a bad mood all day in that Sunday, mm-hmm. I have been unhappy. Uh, I didn't even talk to my coworkers all day. They approach me, they talk to me, and I just stare at them and then turn. That bad it was. Yeah, my customers. They will come and I smile to them. <laughs> As they say, <laughs> the clone had to smile, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> so after the shift finished, I was just like, nope, nope, I'm done, I'm done. I, I can't do this anymore. So I come to my manager and I told her, you know what, this is my last day. I just not going to do it anymore. And I decided to go back to Mexico, <clears throat> but this was mostly out of anger, mm. mostly out of impatience, the need to be with my family was really, really hard, but <clears throat> since I've been here, I accomplished things, not for me. <coughs> when I go back, I have nothing. I pretty mm-hmm. much gonna start from scratch, mm-hmm. like nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything I have done here is been for my sisters mm-hmm. and my mother. I've been helping them to pay what they have to pay, school, food, bills, everything. So I was thinking, what am I going to do when I go back there? And mm-hmm. um, I decided that I want to go to school. In the other hand, I've been having second talks, <laughs> <laughs> which is going to be quite complex now that I'm doing this podcast. It's going <laughs> to be like, ah, so you didn't leave and we know that you are here with no papers. <laughs> well, it's a, good thing. it's a good thing I can't pronounce your last name. So you're just Jose, right? Uh, uh, and I don't know, like, it is a border, a burden that I have to carry knowing that I am here illegally. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have papers, you know, mm-hmm. because Bangor, it feels like my house. Mm-hmm. I have never been longer in any place and feel it, like, feel welcome mm-hmm. other than in Bangor, Maine. Mm-hmm. I feel that here I have more, well, I actually have friends here and most of them that I used to have as a kid in my country, they are no longer with ours. Like, mm. r- life is quite yeah. tough there. So, mm-hmm. so my friends are here now. Mm-hmm. So for me to go back to Mexico, you know how it feel? It feel exactly 
when I was leaving everything uh, behind in Mexico. I live exactly. Yeah. I remember I left a girl that I was in love with. And mm -hmm. uh, she likes me for some reason. I mean, I'm not a good looking <laughs> and I know that. Uh, I don't know about that. Mm. So I left her. And it was with the big pain on my heart that I have to leave her. The same is happening right here. I leave in a lot of things behind, a lot of friends behind. And it's hard. Mm. But I'm not free here. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. You want to get in at all, get into it at all? What else you're leaving? I I'm considering to talking a friend. Uh, I I know another places that I would like to go work visit in USA. Mm -hmm. If things go well for me, I probably like would want to keep going the state through state in USA. Mm -hmm. But at one point, I'm pretty sure they will come and find me and they will be like, oh, you don't belong here. Go go back, go back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I try to don't, don't get attached to people usually or mm -hmm. make friends or connections because like they disappear no matter what. Mm. <clears throat> so I'm debating either actually going back to my country and this is going to be quite sad for my family if I don't because they are already preparing all this food mm. and like... <laughs> Let me tell you something. Here where you eat in the Mexican restaurant, yeah, they are quite Mexican. When you eat from my mother's hand, it's really Mexican <laughs> food. Yeah. yeah. So that's one thing I miss, authentic mm -hmm. food. Like, <laughs> I think that I want to go back mostly for, for food. Like, I don't know. You mean Taco Bell isn't authentic <laughs> enough? Oh, hey, hey don't, don't leave Taco Bell alone, okay? <laughs> I, I like Taco Bell. I mean, those chimichangas. <laughs> but no, nah, uh, in the other hand, like, yeah, I want to go to other places and work and actually, like, do something for me because <laughs> most of the time I've been selfless. While selfless I, or selfish? No, selfless. Okay, selfless. Yeah, doing for other people. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of people here in Bangor that I've been lending money. Mm. And I have never expected back. Mm. But a few of them get to the amount where one person owed me like 1500 Wow. For the past six years. Uh, one person owed me 4000 for the past nine years. And I start wondering, it's always about them. Mm -hmm. When is going to be me time? Mm -hmm. So that is the way I want to like go to another state and work for like, I don't know, one year. I really wish I could go back to school because I was studying for accountant. Mm -hmm. And I found out that I do not want to be an accountant. I want to be... Like, I don't know, someone that worked with people, mm -hmm. a doctor. A pastor. A pastor. <laughs> 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 I am intrigued with everything. Mm -hmm. How everything works. How we work. So mm -hmm. I would like either to be a doctor or a counselor mm -hmm. or a therapist. I am have always been intrigued why we think the way we think mm -hmm. why we do what we do 
So I want to go to another state, work for a while, make some kind of like savings so I can go back to school and study something that go along with me. I don't know, computers. I like computers and it come very easily for me to learn it. I like humans. I like people. Mm -hmm. I like everything. I like to know everything. So I think that's what I'm going mm -hmm. to actually do. Going to work for another year somewhere, go back to my country, go back to school. And after probably five, six years, you probably will hear my name again <laughs> like on big letters. Dr. Jose, whatever, however you pronounce your last name. Dr. Jose Jalapeño. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mm. Well, Jose, it has been enjoyable to listen to your more of your story, some of which I already knew. Other other gaps were filled in. Um, yeah, anything else you want to add before we we close down this really interesting episode? Anything I want to share, if anything I have to share with people, is be happy. Mm. It will be people that try to make you unhappy. Don't pay attention to them. Mm. At the end of the day, if you are happy, you can accomplish anything you want. At the end of the day, if you are happy, you can come to another person and pass the positive in them. Because we live in a world where day by day, you go to work, someone take his bad mood on you, then you come and bring it to another person and you come and just be toxic. I try to be someone in life that bring happiness and positiveness into anyone so they don't carry the bad feelings with them. I, my main goal, and I feel that everyone's main goal, it should be to come to society and make at least one person smile. Mm. Try your hardest. Try your best to make one person to be happy. And then you won't bring the vicious cycle around. You will bring something good, something nice, something amazing. So come to think, especially if you are a server, you have mm -hmm. idea how much people you can make happy. Mm -hmm. How much people you send happy to your houses. So... Just be happy, man. That's right. Don't worry. Be happy. That I can, and I can attest to that. Jose brings a lot of happiness to people. One of the first memories I have of you, Jose, <clears throat> was when um, I think it was one day where just my Aaron and myself were were there for our book club, and we were chatting with you. And what has happened with our book club is that all of the people in the book club have become runners. And so you may not remember this, Jose, but maybe you say it to all your customers. I don't know. But I, uh, we asked you, said, Jose, do you run? And you said, only from immigration. <laughs> I remember that. <clears throat> I remember that. And that, I mean, it's kind of self-deprecating. It's also kind of sad, you know, in some ways that that has to be a joke in, in today's climate. But no, you see the sad. Anything that you can bring to make people smile. Yeah. yeah, you might think it is that, it is a bad thing. It depends how you take it. Yeah, yeah. 
life is 99% about how you take it and 1% about how they're going to throw it at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. True. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Jose. I am uh, secretly praying that you stay here in Bangor. <laughs> so so if you stay, know that it's uh, it's an answer to prayer. But no, whatever, whatever, wherever the road takes you, I'll, I know that I have a friend in Mexico if you make it down there. Um, but, you know, we'll be sad if you leave us. So thank you, Jose, for being on this show. And I look forward to having you share your story as well this upcoming Saturday. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll catch up with you next week. Thank you for listening to Mission Lab. Our theme song is Portland Hike by Tiny Music. Additional editing by Chris Ogay. Follow us on Twitter at MLabPodcast. Podcast.